Welcome back, everybody, to the Toro Cigar Lounge podcast. My name is Mike Glover, a.k.a. 757 Cigar Mike, and I'm your host. Stay tuned today, ladies and gentlemen. You are not going to want to miss this episode. It's our Christmas episode, and we've got a family Christmas episode with Family by Loyalty. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. In a world desperate to separate us by our differences, there's still a place where you can go where all are welcome. The Cigar Lounge. Welcome to the Toro Cigar Lounge Podcast. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Mike Glover, a.k.a. 757 Cigar Mike, and today is our Christmas episode. We're super excited about the holidays because it's all about family, and what a perfect episode to have our special guest on here today, Alan with Family by Loyalty, the owner of Family by Loyalty. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing amazing today, man. Thank you so much for having me over here. Look, we, we came over here as a road trip between my wife and I, and you guys know already we had to call you immediately knowing that we were coming here, right? I had to stop by and show up and, you know, hang out with our brothers, our family. You can't miss the opportunity to have them on the podcast. So real quick, we'll go down and do introductions. We do it all the time. I'll start to my right, your left. This is... I'm Ken. You can follow me at Ken Blue Smoke on Instagram if you'd like. I have the box-pressed uh, skull. This... Is this a new blend? This is something that's possibly coming out. Oh, possibly coming out. Okay, so I possibly so forget what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're gonna hear your thoughts later on, right during the podcast, and then you're gonna let me know if we should or not. What I heard is an exclusive uh, by Toro Cigar Company is gonna be able to only ones to offer this. Nice, honestly, that yeah. that, that's I, I, what I, I make, heard. I can make that happen. <laughs> I mean, I, I know a guy who okay. made it happen. So before we get into these interviews, I'm getting rid of this hat. Wait, I'm, tired, wait, I'm wait, tired of balls wait, bouncing off wait, my face. Wait just whoa, a second. Whoa. First of all, you're used to that. But secondly, <laughs> and we didn't complain about but that wait, ten minutes ago. Wait, <laughs> so, we have <laughs> we have a Scrooge over here not wearing a Santa cap. Oh man, I have my classic family by loyalty cap on. <laughs> I don't. I'm never buying him another fucking thing. And okay, who do we have on my far left over here? Your far right. Hey, I'm Jake. <laughs> from Safe you Farm. You can find me on uh, yeah from Safe Farm. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Bearded Cigar Lover. But you know, if you want to see a few cigar photos or something, you know, right, right on. And, and of course, we've already talked to. But go ahead, Alan. Introduce yourself again. Hey guys, Alan, founded by Loyalty, managing partner. As well as Ball Buster Supreme for Jake here and Miyagi. He's not here right now. <laughs> heater well, Humper. Heater Humper, yeah, but it's okay. They, <laughs> nobody nobody else has assaulted the heater other than Miyagi, so it's still safe. It's his. It's still safe. It's still his. He's claimed it. <laughs> Jenna, Miyagi said we have to do two and a half hour broadcast this evening. So he, he can uh, have entertainment for ah, his drive. He was pissed. <laughs> he so, was mad. So one thing, guys, is uh, on IG, we're Family Buy Loyalty Cigars. You can follow us there. You can follow our pipes at cs.cigars and uh, join us on this venture together. Yeah. Okay, man. So we do it all the time. We ask every manufacturer, what in the world possessed you to start a cigar brand? Well, it started like 24 years ago when I first started smoking cigars wow. with... Uh, one of the main reasons for this trip, that actually the first reason to start for this trip was to go actually visit my best friend Keith and his wife and stay with them for the weekend with my wife. And um, he was the person that I would commute to work um, from Pennsylvania the Poconos to New York City five days a week. And we would smoke two cigars on the way in and two cigars on the way back. And we did that for almost six months. Nice. And he's the one who started, up, started me off in the cigar world. 
And um, fast forward about a year later, I was talking to my cousin, my brother. And I said to him, in a nutshell, like, I want to do my own brand one day. And he's like, you're silly. You're not going to do that. I'm like, all right, well, fast forward 24 years later, right? <laughs> well, actually, 22 years later. Um, smoking cigars now for that long. You know, I smoke every cigar I can find. I don't, I don't discriminate against any cigar. I think all cigars are good. It's just if it's for my palate or if it's not. Right? So right on. what got me to making a cigar brand besides everything I just told you guys was that I wanted to prove to the world you can make five cigars or as many cigars as you want. They don't have to be full in strength to be full in flavor. Most people say, hey, this cigar is amazing. It's so strong. It's full of flavor. No, I don't smoke mild cigars because they don't have no flavor. I don't smoke medium cigars because they have no flavor. Yeah. It's like, well, you're obviously smoking the wrong cigars. I agree. So that being said, that's the reason why we started Fended by Loyalty. We wanted to prove to the world you can make mild to medium or transitional cigars up to full that could still be full in flavor, hit your palate, whether you're a new smoker, long-time smoker, or just a golfer. See, and honestly, and we talked about this uh, a while ago when we did a boutique cigars uh, podcast. I, I feel like the boutique brands, uh, and I'm definitely including Family by Loyalty in that group, as uh, I think they do a better job with blends and pulling out flavors. I think the bigger brands um, are are risk averse when it comes to that, and they they play it safe. Where the boutique brands have a lot more agility and freedom to play with blends and flavoring. And I honestly think that's the real. I, I pretty much only smoke boutique brands now because I get more flavor out of them than the main brands, the larger brands. And I'm going to tell you my opinion on that. The reason why is that because, uh, like in the, any business, you know, the tech business, Mike, right? The kings become what? Complacent. They think. They're going to keep being the kings forever, the king and queens. I don't know right? if it's complacency or they're just being careful. They're afraid to mess with the formula that's been working well, for them. Again, you don't have to mess with the current formula. You could make new cigars, but what happens within tech, right? You right. have a king. Right. A, a new guy comes up, right? With the same features you have, but it's easier but better, right? And it's more streamlined, yep. right? Yep. And what happens? That company grows fast, right? right? Same thing with the boutique cigar market. What's happening is that all these... Um, regular Joes like you and I, right? Right. We're saying, wait, you know what? I think, I think I can make a really good cigar that I really love, and I think I can give it to the public, and they're gonna love it as well, right? And what hap was happening now, especially over the past ten years, all these new boutique brands coming up, is it's telling the world, hey guys, you don't have to be complacent. You don't have to settle for just these name brands. You can actually evolve your palate to smoke something you really enjoy for the money that you're putting into place for that right? right so what's happening now with the big boys is they're saying man this is some bullshit these young guys and and ladies coming up with their own lines mm -hmm. are tasting better than our cigars c coming up less than our cigars yep right but why those because we actually have a passion they right. they they may have forgotten their passion right. they it's start off with passion yeah they, they had start it off, right. they start off like we did. sure everybody does right they all start off <clears> like we did but they become what complacent Right. And, the, and, the, and with that, I would say, you know, boutique brands versus the mainstream brands, there's definitely, I'm going to say this, and this isn't a slight to boutique brands, mm -hmm. there's a risk with boutique brands, right? Those main brands, they've got big buying power, right? So when they buy tobacco, they buy 100 times what you guys are getting, right? Right. So they have that. So like, you could smoke... Pick a big brand. I'll, I'll, I'll say even like a Padron 64, right? Yep. A cigar that I think all of us can agree yeah, is a good cigar. Amazing cigar. Right. But every one of them is exactly the same because when they're buying that tobacco, they're buying so much. So there's, you see a little fluctuation in boutique brands sometimes. But to me, that's the cool thing, right? Because 
it's not every like I'm, I'm going to tell you this, and you know this. We've had this conversation. The Jerry is my favorite. Yeah, like I love them all, but this is my favorite of them. But even be, with this, I'll notice sometimes one hits a little like a little stronger on one flavor note than another. Not in a bad way, but then the next one sometimes you know, you'll get eight that way, and then I'll get a, one that's a little bit different. And that's not bad, right? That's what are you smoking? You're smoking a naturally grown product. Yep. That's hand rolled. Yep. That's that's handmade. That's aged, and just in the process of growing the tobacco and the rolling. One minor thing different. Maybe they had one more day of rain, or that piece of soil that that plant had had this, you know an, an ounce more nutrients of one nutrient, exactly. and it changes it. But that's not bad. Like you know, to me, that's the exciting part, right? Like well, the, you know what you're getting, but there's always that chance for a little surprise. And there's one other thing that let's mention here about boutique, right? Is the fact that what you just said, a, a big name that could buy a thousand times more than we can, right? Right can build a production line for X amount of years to come, right? Right. When you're a boutique brand, depending on the investment you have, depending on what you're doing, you can only afford but so much ahead of time. Yeah. Right? So you have to be very picky, very careful. Yep. Right? Now, the hardest thing about being a boutique brand, in my opinion, is that if you don't own the factory, which we don't, we work out of Blackbird and now another factory coming soon, right? Right. Um, is that it's working with the factory that you're blending with to have consistency with the rollers that are rolling your cigars. Right. Because... If, as a boutique brand, if you are not have enough buying power, you don't have rollers dedicated to you. When you don't have rollers dedicated to you, what happens is, right? They get things focused, change. Things change. You get different exactly. rollers, yeah. It's no right? different than the tech world. What happens when you have IT guys? Exactly. And you have call centers. Exactly. Those, so, they change, and, the, and, the, and, it, and that changes the tech. Yep. And by the way, the reason we're using tech references is all of us sitting here in some way mm -hmm. are involved in the tech industry. And the online tech or audio visual with Ken or... You know, UX code and, and everything with yeah. Alan. You know, so that's why we use the tech references. But no, it's the same thing. But that's not... Like, to me, that's the cool thing about Boutique, though. Yeah. Is that you're always going to get a killer cigar, but there's always that chance it might be... Slightly different. Slightly different, but not in a bad way. That's not... I'm not saying yeah. that as a negative. No question. To me, it's kind of... Like, you get a box of cigars. Okay, so if I buy a box of cigars and there's 20 cigars in it, I'll tell you this. Non-boutique cigars, they take me forever to go through a box. Oh, yeah. Because I know every one of them is the same. Boutique cigars, it's almost like Christmas morning, right? Like, I want to smoke <laughs> every cigar because I want to see what the differences are in every one of them because there's a chance, not always, like, you might get all 20 of yeah. the same, but there's a chance there's a hidden one in there yes, that's yes. a little bit different. Oh, yeah. And I'll yeah. say this. I actually had it happen this week, um, uh, the last within the last week, with another boutique brand. So I always do a cold draw. I don't know if everybody else does. I'm a cold draw guy. Yep. I like I don't I don't shove the cigar up my nose, but I always like smelling the cigar and seeing it. And it was really funny because I've smoked, I would probably say a couple hundred of this cigar. And then I pulled one out and I smelled it. And it smelled like menthol. Wow. And I'm like, what is wrong with this? Like my first <laughs> thought was, is there something wrong? But I'm like, I'm gonna smoke it anyway. And the the foot had a menthol-y smell. And so I immediately go in and I text the guy, the company, because I know the guy that owns it. And I'm like, hey, dude, I got one of your cigars and it smells menthol-y. What the heck? What causes this? And he, he replied, smoke it and let me know what it's, if it's okay. And I'm like, well, I'm already smoking it. It's fine. It didn't even taste like it, but it, you could smell yeah, yeah. a real small menthol. And it was the first one out of probably two, 250 of this cigar that had a different smell. Wow. No, that's unique. 
Yeah, and it was it was really weird, but it was really cool because when I found it, I was like, "Okay, why?" Are you yeah. sure it wasn't the Ben Gay from your knees? <laughs> it could have been, but you know, I did go to the bathroom later and cradle my uh, jingle bells, and I didn't burn my hands, so I probably Whoa. forgot to put Ben Gay on that day. <laughs> Ouch! I gotta say, uh, Jake is about as excited as he's ever been on this particular broadcast. He is clipping like crazy over here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to turn you down a little bit. <clears throat> well, actually, I have a question now. Since yeah. you're smoking a Jerry in the box press, what do you think? So here's the deal. I'm I'm a huge box press fan, yeah. first of all. So you know, I, and, and you guys know this. I got hurt in the military, so I smoke a lot of times when I'm working on a computer. I'll smoke in my left hand. And box presses, for whatever reason, they fit in better. And I don't have to worry about dropping them around. I've actually dropped more cigars than I'll admit because it'll be sitting there. I can't, like right now, I can't tell you that cigars. I mean, I can see it, but I have no feeling. So box presses work great because I can shove them in there and I know they're going to stay. So I'm a huge fan of box press. Um, I was a little nervous lighting this up, in all honesty, okay. because I love the Jerry so much. I mean, it's it's in my top yeah. five cigars. Okay. And, uh, yeah, now I just need a box of box press and I'll give you the other ones back because this actually, the flavor that comes through this and the draw is so much better. Trust me, I know. You know, it's and it's not again. It's not that I don't like the normal Jerry, but this yes. enhances all the positives so much that the box press is even, amazing. Even John Aldi yesterday, uh, day before yesterday, we were in South Carolina, right? John Aldi had the box press Jerry. Yeah, and he was like, "I love this cigar, but the box press is just amazing." Like, yeah, what? what it, it took it. It took it from a, a great level and actually Elevate. turned it up. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Now, what about you? Yeah, it's the same. I, I come in the same way. This I love the Frecky and this box press Frecky, the flavor is just phenomenal. Yeah, I'm telling you, when I had these on box press, I we had the Lancero, we had the box press, and we have a, uh, a modified Gordo, right? And of the three sizes that we're testing out, for me, the box press, hands down, and my partner is the killer. What it, are you smoking? The Hattie? No, the Skull. The, the Skull? Yeah. Um, Can you tell the difference? I'm getting like a like a um, a dark a dark coffee. Uh, flavor, yeah, because it's enhancing the it's notes better. Mm -hmm. Very strong notes of dark coffee. How's it compared to previous non-box press skulls you've had? I, I don't have the sophistication to really compare it that much. I I know that um, this one seems like the 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 flavor's been dialed up. Yes, yeah, considerably. Yes, like, you know, it yes. might have been a six exactly. or seven before, and now it's like an eight or a nine. Exactly. There you go. So you the, do have the sophistication. So now, guys, you. Not, so not, you know, I, I think you should put your new hat on to rock the new hats. All right, let me see. Let's see. Here we go. Get the balls off your head, man. Oh, listen. Wow. <laughs> and we're right here. We go. There we go. Now I, Alan looks like Alan again. Okay, there we go. I just want to state it for the record: I'm the only one with any Christmas spirit left on this whole panel. Not yep. lies. And you look like the the spirit of Christmas past. So <laughs> there we go. Hey, hey Alan's still wearing his on his head. Just <laughs> whatever, Ebenezer. <laughs> but no, so you know, I think the box press is great. You know, I'm excited to see these. Hopefully, these come to market because I actually think a lot of people that love Family by Loyalty will come to this cigar. I think so too. Just because the the enhanced flavor. I, I it's, it's, got, so, it's the same smoke. It's the same everything. It's just better. It's strong. It's better. Yeah. So, so you said this is a possibility. Yes. So I was waiting for you guys' feedback. Oh, oh, that's oh. it. Yeah. Well, then go. <laughs> I was going to ask you what's going to be the deciding factor. Yeah. What what's going to make you decide okay we're going box press yeah i mean i wanted to see your guys if it's reaction us because i smoked it my partner smoked it we loved it but i want to get live feedback yeah if it's I up mean, to, if it's up to us this, let's do a show of hands all in favor 
Just so I can get two up. There we go. There we go. But I want to talk to you guys about something. See, I didn't give you guys um, the Fenrir and the Lancero or the uh, the Modified Gordo. The reason why I didn't yet, because when I smoked it, right? Yeah. This is how the size of a cigar has a very much an impact on the cigar. The Sumatra on the Fenrir was such a mild sweetness and mild spice that the Fenrir became a dial, dialed down version of on, itself. On the Lancero. On the Lancero yeah. and on the Gordo. It became a much dialed down version versus the opposite. Okay. Right? So when you smoke the Fenrir and the box press, it's, it's like an amazing smoke. Right. But when you go on a Lancero, oh, it's like, what happened? Hmm. This cigar is... Right. On and I, I think as you being a part of a boutique brand owner, you have to always push that level. Yes. Right? You can't you can't ever go backwards. And that's the thing. So Because you're only... I mean, somebody one time told me this when I first started cigars years ago, and I, I didn't understand it. And now that I've been in the industry more, and the more I get in the industry, more, more I meet guys like you, you're only as good Lighter, as the last cigar... Yeah, you're only as good as the last cigar they smoked. Yep. And so if they smoke the last cigar they smoke of yours isn't banging, that's the cigar they're going to remember yes. of you. One hundred percent. You know, so you have to you you've already set the bar so high, you can't go the other direction because if somebody goes and gets the Jerry and it's not as banging as the the uh, the original Jerry's, mm -hmm. you've moved the bar the wrong way. And so I think that's something that, you know, boutique owners have to understand is that you can have a great cigar, but if you change it, even the size, right? Like you said, the size makes a difference. That new size has to still have that same standard exactly. or, or, or better because if they smoke that, here's what that would happen. If this was a Lancero and it wasn't as good as the original Jerry, that's the Jerry I'm going to remember. Yep. And, and, and so here's the point, right? A lot of uh, brands like to make a lot of different sizes, right? But come on, guys. Let's be honest with each other. How many brands you smoke? Let's say you, you find one particular cigar. It's like, wow, it's amazing this particular size. Then you buy another size, and it's tight. Yeah. You yeah. go to another store, you buy that same size again, it's tight again. It doesn't draw, right? It doesn't taste the same. So for us, when we pick sizes, we just don't pick them randomly. It has to taste <laughs> right. right in that size before we even choose that. Okay. And so, so, so you talked about the Lancero, right? Because mm -hmm. that's not currently offered. No. But you're considering it. I was considering. Was it. so you canceled that. I've canceled it with the current five lines that we have okay. because the flavor profile is so different. It's so different. It's mild down to a point where I'm not enjoying it. So some people say that Lanceros will actually be more flavorful if you have less leaves in it. You got to remember Frecky and Jerry and the fill alone Pennsylvania Broadleaf, Corojo, Ligero, and Criollo. Okay, so that's four different leaves gotcha. just in the filler. Now you have the binder and the wrapper. Right. That's six leaves. So when you try to do a Lancero, yeah, it, that it, it's so compressed. Gotcha. It's, gonna be, it's what's going to happen. Tight. Right. Number one. So so as a boutique brand, right? Because we've been talking about this a lot lately with boutique brands. The struggles, the challenges of boutique brands. And obviously one of them is, you know, being able to keep up with demand. So um, there's kind of two trains of thought when, when a boutique a startup cigar brand goes to market, right? Mm -hmm. One is do one cigar in one size mm -hmm. and blow it out of the water, yes. right? Phenomenal cigar. Get out there. Get out as many shops as you can. Get brand recognition. Build your brand. Once you have that, then go a year later to a second cigar or a third cigar. You guys didn't do that. No. So why? 
That's the question. Okay, so because of math, that's why. Okay. okay. All right. So school us. Uh, the, the reason was okay. We first started with two lines, Frankie and Jerry, right? Okay. But I said, what are the odds that America, that fifty percent of the people are gonna like my Frankie and Jerry? What are the odds? Palettes are so unique. Palettes are so different. Right. Right. So even though I love the cigar that I blended with the massive blender, that doesn't mean anything, right? So if I have only two cigars, the odds are not necessarily with me. Oh, yeah. And right? you know what I was just thinking uh, when we were taking the vote on these, we're all heavy cigar users, mm -hmm. smokers. Four or five in a day isn't uncommon for us. So we have a different palate, a different uh, sense of what a cigar should taste like. True. <clears throat> exactly. And so for us, I said, if we go with five, with the five wolves of Nordic mythology, right? The likelihood that every person in the United States that smokes cigars, at least one of our lines, they would like, right? And that's why we went down the line from a Connecticut to a Sumatra, right? Right? Because we were working with the numbers. Okay. Right? There are some shops, shops that will only buy Skull and Hathi from us. And some shops will only buy Fenrir, Frecky, and Skull from us. Hmm. And there's some shops that will only do Jerry and Hathi, right? What? Because why? Everybody's palate is so unique. Right. And then the and the customers for that particular shop tend to focus on one direction or the other. Right. Right? I will say this. The new branding you came out with is spot on, man. Thank you. This is, this is way more eye-catching. One, two... You do my favorite thing on a band, and this is going to be me being petty, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be that guy. That little tab right there, yes. every cigar boutique company watching this needs to put a tab on their bands. I'm tired of fighting with bands. <laughs> and that tab makes the world of difference to not mess up your cigar. So I'm going to give credit where credit is due. That yeah. was Jonas's idea from Blackbird. Yeah. Because all his cigars had that tab. Oh, yeah. All his do, too. Yes. And that, but like, there's a lot of them out there that don't. And when I first saw that tab on the original bands, especially with the original cigar, because the band was bigger, yeah. you know, it was a full wrap, mm -hmm. I was like, man, this is going to be horrible to get off. And then I saw the tab, and it was like, oh, look, this came, this comes off easy yeah. because Pop, of the tab. Pops right off. You don't worry about nicking the cigar with your thumbnail or now anything look, else. Look at the wolf on the cigar. Uh, I don't know if you guys, because yeah. you pay attention to the details. Yeah. yeah. Look at the wolf at the end. Yeah. Yeah. This The scar is different every wolf. Yeah. Yep. I have every wolf. I have mauled so many cigars trying to get the band off and you, you tear a little piece and then you got to smoke it down for another five minutes until it gets warm enough to get the thing off. Yeah. The, a band coming off is a big deal, but I, I do love the, the artistry because a lot of people like me, the first, the first quite some time that I was smoking cigars, I picked solely because I thought the band looked cool. I, I, I didn't right. pick it because right. I knew anything about cigars. I just picked it because it looked cool. Well, and I think that's what everybody does. I think that's I think that's normal progression Agreed. in your cigar journey. Agreed. You look at something and what catches your eye? I mean, realistically, let's talk about what we're smoking. We're smoking a brown <laughs> tube. Uh -huh. right. I mean, it really of is. I mean, dead leaves. Yep, <laughs> dead leaves. I mean, but like if I lined them all up in front of you without a band. If I even lined all yours up now, yes, with the wrapper differences, you, you know, there's some difference okay. in color, okay. yeah. but nonetheless, but now imagine a new cigar smoker. If all you were looking at is brown leaves, you would never know. You would never know. No. So what, what catches your attention? Well, that's why I'm so excited about your new boxes yeah. because listen, I love your brand. You know that. Yeah. And I love the rebranding that yes. we've done here. This is, this is going to catch your eye on a shelf. Mm -hmm. Yes. No doubt. 
Your boxes need work. I know. And that's the reason why the, the new but boxes. But the new boxes, I got a sneak peek today. You guys are going to love those new boxes. They're going to pop on the yeah. shelf. And I want to give a shout out to Cigar Crumbs on Instagram, a.k.a. Francesco Genoa. He's our designer. I love Cigar Crumbs, man. He is so Toro cigar friendly. Cigar Crumbs, bro, you rock. And not only that, he's humble. He's one of the most humble yeah. people I know. Yeah. Okay? Yep. And... I just vibe with him. Like he's my, he's my brother from another mother. His wife is my sister. That's her sister. Like that's family already. Yeah, right? yeah. And right now he's in Italy and he's doing right. great things. Not just for us. He's doing stuff for us. He's doing stuff for Blackbird. He's doing stuff for other companies now. Yeah. Now, for working for us, his name has gotten even more popular. No, and he does great work. He does. He, he really does. does. And it, 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 but you know what it is though. I'll say this. His attention to detail. Is what makes the difference, right? You know, and it, it's the same attention to detail. I think boutique shop owners. I'm gonna show you guys have this to have. You know, they have to have that attention to detail. What's gonna catch the eye? What's gonna be pleasant when someone's walking through a shop and go, "Oh, what's that? I want to try something new." We can we can link him in the um in down below when you're this if you're watching this and you want to see his work at PCA. We'll link him nice. down there. Nice, nice, nice. Are you get a full booth nice. this year. Yes, your full booth. Wow, nice. out of the drop. BCA bin. Yes, out of BCA. So, yeah. So, okay. So, that's great. So, let's talk a little bit about the name Family by Loyalty. Okay. How did we get there? What does it mean to you? All right. And um, were you thinking about something else? Or was is that you just, you hit on that and that was it? Or did you go back and forth on so, several different names? So, we start off with CS Cigars. That's our pipe company. Right. right, and the CS stands for well, my partner's last name and my last name, Cordova Sanabria. Okay, right. So when we started the cigar brand, I said, guys, whatever we're gonna name this brand, it can't be CS Cigars. And they're like, but why? Why not? You, she's right there. She'll tell you. And I was like, it can't be. The brand of our cigars has to represent who we are. And it's like, well, you guys are different than us, but look at our relationship. Right. Look at how we live our lives. What well, right? I still get the invoice with CS cigars on it. Yes, I mean apparently. the first time I got one, I was like, "Who the hell is this? Why do I owe them money?" <laughs> so, so now when um, I was talking to JoJo, which is Ernie's wife, Ernie, my wife, we're all there, and babe, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it JoJo that came up with it? Yes, yeah, so it was his wife, and she was like, "Well, we're family and we're loyal to each other." She's like, "We're not family by loyalty." I was like, "Done. That's it." Then I was like, wait a second. Let's do wordplay. Let's do family X loyalty. And we all fell in love with it. Right. Right. Family by X is by in math. Yes, exactly. Right. That's the wordplay. Exactly. Coder by. Exactly. I got you. So that was the whole wordplay. Family X loyalty means family by loyalty. Right. 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 So we wanted to represent who we are as a family, how both families interact, and how we interact with the world for instance okay. my daughter is 20 my son's 18 all most of her uncles and aunts are not blood right 99 percent of her uncles and aunts are all family by friends by gotcha. loyalty gotcha right the people that we love we, we take care of take care of us as family by loyalty right. literally how we lived our lives growing up yeah. blood family has really hasn't been there for us from for me or for my wife right. or for my partner right but we have been there for everybody else. Right. So this is why that the brand had to represent who we are as a family unit. Gotcha. So what happened to the X? Well, 
I'm gonna say this in a in a positive light because this is positive. I, I was angry as fuck when it happened, but but it came out to be very positive. Um, another big brand, the, one of the biggest brands in the cigar world, right? That has an X and doesn't allow anybody else to have an X. Gave us a cease and desist on our first day at PCA the year before. So we started to come up with a new line um, for PCA of, of this current year that we we, we yeah. came at. We had to focus all of our energy and money on the rebranding. But thank you, company, for doing that because our new brand is so much more amazing. So, so yeah, I, yeah. I don't think it's worth you know you know going to you know who that was on, no. on this podcast. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I can tell you this: that I know who it is, and I'll, anybody who will stop and listen to me for five minutes yeah. will get an earful about why I will never buy another fucking cigar from them. I, I, <laughs> dude, here's a, here's mine. I actually found a uh, round filing cabinet to get rid of the rest of mine in because of it. <laughs> you, you know, you know I, because and it's and it's not they're not bad cigars. No, no it's not that they're no. bad cigars. It was it's not it was how it was handled. Exactly. There's, there's there's a way to handle something with honor, and there's a way to handle something other ways. Shazam. And be a man, sit down and have a conversation, and you would have probably listened, knowing you as well as I do, and that could have changed. You didn't have to go. The strong arm route, right out of the gate, right out of the gate. Yeah, you know, you pay like, you got to set to a balls, use right? them, and have. If you got lawyers, you got to pay them to do something. Yeah, but don't mess. Like my thing is, there's no reason to mess with a cigar, a small cigar brand when you're who these guys are. That, he could have sat down with you at that PC and said, "Hey, man, I got a problem with this. We have this trademark. Can we work something out, right. man to man?" Right, and you would have. You may not have been happy about it, but, but you would have respected it. And, and you know me well. And right. you would have you know worked it out. You, you, you know me well. It out. You would have worked it yeah, out. Yeah, of course. And, and that's and that's my issue with how it was done was the hard the hard handedness of it that didn't need to be there, right? Especially in this community. And that and that like I always look at everything as the cigar community as a whole, right? <laughs> we all love a community, and part of that is there's going to be people we don't get along with. There's going to be things that come up, right? And that's okay. But it's how do you handle it? Do you sit down and talk about it as a man, right? Or do you sit and do strong arm tactics because you can. Well, so to Ken's point, lawyers have a purpose, right? Absolutely. They, they have a purpose and they don't know how to do things delicately. Of course. And I think I can say this. The world would be better off with half about half the lawyers gone. <laughs> but that said, you know, lawyers handle things the way they handle things. And right. it's always strong arm out of the gate. Right. Because they're used to ask for what. Ask for more than what you're willing to accept. Right. That's what they're used to because that's what they deal with in court. Mm -hmm. They ask for more. If they're willing to accept a $500,000 settlement, they're going to ask for a million dollars. And if they get it, great. And if they if they get the 500, well, that's where they wanted well, to be to begin with. Right. So let me say this, right? Uh, uh, from, a, from a brand owner to another business, right? I understand why, they, like Ken said, Lawyers have a job to do, right? Let's be real. And second, let's be honest. Your brand is, is, your, is, is your gold. It's your platinum. It's your diamond, right? You right. need... Right. right. So... And you've got to protect it. And you got to protect it. With any brand. Like if somebody did another family by loyalty, right? Obviously, I'm going to protect it. Right. 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 Of course. But in, in our case, our ex really wasn't... Not even the same meaning. Doesn't even look the same. Exactly. Right? right? But again, it is what it is. Business is business. And instead of being upset about it which i was when i first got it but now all the praises that i received right i say thank you for that 
Yeah. Because instead of being pissed off, I'm going to say thank you because honestly, you made my brand better. You know, everything I, I really did. Everything happens for a reason. Right. right. Exactly. Everything happens for a reason. And that probably needed to happen to force you to rebrand because honestly, the rebrand is so mm -hmm. much better. It, it is. is. It is so it's much. It's night and day. Hundred percent. I mean, like even our hats. I mean, look, Ken. I love the fact you're rocking my, my, my old school hat. But if you even turn it around and look at the wolf compared to this, right? Yeah. I I like this hat. I I think you. <clears throat> let me just say this. And you're saying so much better, but you you started off in a great place. Yes. And any sort of level up from there, that's awesome. Yep. Uh, uh, I liked where you were at. I was a supporter. I was a fan of the the product and everything. I'm very happy to see it grow and everything like that, but it wasn't it wasn't like you're coming from a, a low place to a high place. You're coming from a, a place of uh, of of good success to to yes. to grow Better from success. there. Yeah, right. And let me tell you, I was extremely fortunate to run into cigar qualms. Yeah. Can I tell you guys how that happened? I said, okay. just go back to your point. Everything happens for a reason. Right. He comes from China. He's an Italian who's been living for nine years in China. Yeah. Where he met his Cuban wife, who's been living in China. <laughs> okay. 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 Who they moved to Hialeah like a week or two before I met him in person. He goes to Casa Umo, which is about a five minute drive from my house. Okay. He buys the cigars. He takes a picture, posts it. And I said, wow. So I sent him a DM saying, man, that's amazing. Are you and around? You want to meet up? He's like, yeah, let's meet up. I told my wife about it, meet up. He comes to the lounge. I give him cigars, obviously. I, I, I had a ball talking with him. Then the next day, because I gave him cigars, out of the kindness of my heart, how I am, he does this. Hey, I made this for you. Uh, artwork of a wolf that I posted that day. I almost cried. And he says, um, so what you up to? I said, well, I'm in the process, process of rebranding. He says, can I give it a shot? I'm like, sure. I'm already working on a designer, you know, but I haven't found anything yet, right? Is this, okay, two days later. So what do you think of this? It was this base artwork almost. Hmm. I was like, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So I got a question for you. I, I, like, to, I, I like to ask this question of manufacturers. Uh, aside from your own personal cigars yeah. which of course you smoke all the time because yeah. you, you need to smoke those all the time mm -hmm. what do you tend to enjoy besides your own brand other boutique brands uh i'm a fan i'm a big fan of apostate you know okay uh kendrick and brandon love those guys and they make phenomenal cigars um osvaldo morales om you know i like his cigars as well um those, I, his cigars will be right up Mike's alley, man. Those uh, things are uh, full flavored in your face. You you guys carry this already, Blackwork Studios. Yep, right? Blackworks, good, right? Um, so there is quite a few different boutique brands that I personally enjoy. Cavalier is another one yep. as well. Not all of them, but the last one today. That oh yeah, yeah. 2020, 2023. 2023 limited edition. That shit was dope. That was now, the bomb. I wish the transition happened before the second half, but I'm still very happy with the cigar. Yeah. I was still very happy with the cigar. Great draw, great construction. So yes, I smoke a ton of cigars. I smoke probably three to five a day, like yep. you guys say, right? But it's not always mine. No. Right. Um, I know mine so well that I don't need to. What, what I'm right. always looking for is something different, something better. Yep. So, nice. and I'll say this to other brand owners out there, guys, like evolve your palate, because if you're trying to become big one day, right? 
if you don't have the investors behind you and the money behind you, the only thing you have is your palate, right. your word, and your brand. And your brand. Right. And you're only as good as last yeah, cigar. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, you really are. It's And a lot of people <laughs> think that getting your own cigar brand is easy. Yes, you could get 2,000 cigars. Yes, you could pop on any freaking label you want. Yes, you could buy the boxes. But guys, it's not that simple. It right. really isn't. Because if you start with a brand, what's your goal? Is your goal your, your city? Your state? What's your goal? Right. Right? Because the most expensive part about the cigar business is not the cigars itself. It's the amount of free cigars you have to give out. It is the traveling. It's the marketing. It's the going from state to state, city to city, town to town. Yeah. Right? Trying, so, to, get, trying to get your yeah. brand in there. So, like, even if you can blend a great cigar... Which I have no doubt any one of you guys can, right? Anybody's trying to do their own brand. Right. What it comes down to is do you have two to five X the amount of money invested in your cigars to go into marketing traveling? Right. Right. Well, so it's, it's like, uh, you know, so Lee over at Stolen Thrones, good mm -hmm. friend of ours. And, uh, you know, I busted a guy's ass this year at PCA over this and called him out. He's like, man, it must be nice to be that lucky to be, you know, Lee five years in. And I'm like, lucky? What? That's what the guy told me. fucking lucky. I was like, dude, lucky? I was like, that dude spent 260 <laughs> days on the road for the first number of years hitting shops yeah. to get his brand out there hustling. That's not luck. And that's he only, earned it. And that's the only reason why we're not at that many shops yet. Because we didn't spend this year hustling. We have a lot of family... Uh, family stuff that happened this year, as you right. know, right? But come come now, next year, guys, you're going to see us traveling a lot. So you're gonna see but my that's wife what it takes, everywhere. right? That's what Man. it takes. You have to get out. You have to walk into shops. You got to talk to owners. You got to talk to buyers. You got to smoke with them. And even with technology <clears throat> these days, think about this way. You said this earlier. Even with tech these days, it doesn't matter with tech because the cigar industry, the owners right. of the cigar industries, they're not really tech savvy. Face to face. No, it's face to it's face. face to face. Cigars it's face are tense. So I came from, so my background in tech and marketing was actually from the firearms industry. And they were five to seven years behind the tech curve. I would say cigars are five to seven years behind the firearms industry. So we're talking <laughs> yeah, 10 oh, to sure. 15 years for sure. in tech. And I'm being generous. At I would say 20. Right. And, and, and think of it this way, guys. Look at the liquor industry. Yeah. All the boutique craft yeah. beers coming right. out left, right, up, and down. Sure. Right? And they're taking over. Yeah. They're really, they're, they're really yeah. taking over. It's the same thing with boutique cigars. Eventually, the tech scene and the boutique cigar scene is going to become even more popular. Well, as a 20-year-plus uh, digital marketing professional, I'm thrilled being a retail shop owner online with the rest of the industry being 20 years behind me. Yeah, right. exactly. 100%. I don't know what else to say. Guys, sit back, stay there. <laughs> right. But I mean, we're, we're good. <laughs> but but what that falls into, though, is for anybody that wants to start a boutique line or with Alan, how does he get out there? You can't just post and get your brand in a shop, Listen, in a local shop. You have to walk into that shop and Instagram, talk to the people. Instagram, Which, Facebook, Reddit, all that stuff is going to get you. But until that's, a certain point. That's for the consumer. Yeah, that's a consumer. But even retailers, some retailers are starting to do it. They're, right? they're starting to, and they're, but start, it's, they're starting to. But it's slow. It's slow, but they're, you're not going to get a new shop because of Instagram. You no. might get a new smoker because yep. of Instagram. Yep. If you want to be in the news, I'm so glad to hear you say you're going to be out and about next year, man, because yep. I, that's what your brand needs. Yeah, no, is that what it, listen, again, this year was really hard. We've had literally multiple deaths in the family right yep. it's been a very hard personal year for us so we should have been probably at triple the shops this year but that'll come next year right again Good. and that's what it comes down to the guys 
you may have seen our cigars, you may have heard of our cigars, you haven't seen your local shop, tell, tell your local shop about us, right? Tell them why you like it, right? We're, we're going to visit them, trust me. Come next year, 2024, we're going to be traveling a lot. Uh, we, we already have an event uh, tentatively scheduled in uh, El Paso, Texas, in Vitolas. You got a new cigar rep. Who's your, who's your new rep? Oh, oh mine, John Aldi. Right. Yeah. New rep. Yep. He looks like Santa fresh, with fresh tattoos. Blood, fresh blood. He's my twin. Shout out to John. And John's an amazing job. He already got us an account. He's working on another one that we visited the day before yesterday. Um, John's going to kill it. And John's really, high, he's really, you know, he's really passionate about it. He really enjoys it. He understands what, what it takes. Yep. Because we've had a lot of people that try to help us, right? And we appreciate all the help we get. But Definitely an we, upgrade from your previous rep. Yeah. And yeah, he's not humping heaters. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely an upgrade from that previous rep. <laughs> and I, listen, I think, I think your wife's sitting over yeah. here is about to lose it. Look here. Listen, trying to hold it in. Look guys, how rich she is. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been trying to hold it in, but my hands are fucking cold. Look, man. You, dude. Look, here. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, come here, Jake. Give me your hand. Let me show you. <laughs> you got it, Jake? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I'm excited to hear that you guys are going to be out and about. I'm excited for John. It's a great opportunity for him and for you guys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just pulling Miyagi's leg. Miyagi was, you know, Miyagi's amazing. Miyagi's amazing, uh, and I, I, we love Miyagi. And, and Miyagi, you owe my wife donuts. Just, well, look, we just, got 40 minutes, so we got to wrap it up. Just, <laughs> just stay away from our heaters, Miyagi. I want to, I want to do, I want to do a hot take. Um, <clears throat> I want everybody to do a hot take. Mike says hot take is the new, um, new version of uh, unpopular opinion. So, right here's here's my unpopular opinion. Uh, as a, as a regular cigar smoker out there in the world, for all of our listeners, if you look at our site and you don't recognize some of the brands on there, take a chance on brands that you don't recognize. Take a chance on the ones that aren't sold at the at the golf course or at even even at your local store. You know, take a look around and and see if there's anything out there that you you might like. That's my hot take. And I'll say this. I'm going to add on to that. That is the whole reason I think Toro Cigars started all the sample packs. Check out the sample packs. I'm going to plug Toro for these guys. Check out the sample packs. Find a sample pack that has two or three cigars that you're, you've heard about or you want to try. And, try and But smoke all five or six of the cigars that come in that pack. You're going to find something new that you like. And this month, I'm going to leave this one to Mike. They've got a pretty sweet giveaway. Yeah. So uh, the month of December... The entire month of December, and if you buy a five-pack or a box of cigars, you automatically get entered to win a Dissident Cigars prize pack. You get a Dissident uh, Snapback ball cap, a beanie, a killer um, travel uh, decanter, whiskey decanter. It's got two cups and a decanter, um, and, and also a Dissident Cigars five-pack and a Lotus cutter and lighter. The, it, the prize pack is valued at $250. And all you got to do to enter is buy a five-pack, any sample pack or five-pack from the website or any box of cigars, and automatically entered. Boxes get multiple entries um, and and go from there. But it's an awesome prize pack uh, for the month of December. And if Absolutely. you watch this after the month of December, Toro always has some killer prize pack going on. Yep. So check out the website Yep. and see what's up. Absolutely. How about this? How about we do something like this? How about if anybody buys a family by loyalty box from them? We will ship you out one of our ashtrays. Oh, if, if but for a raffle though, for a, for raffle. a raffle, for a raffle, yes, sort of they, they'll enter a raffle for that. Uh, this, how, how about that? How Ooh, I, you know, if you buy a box from Family, 
this. Why don't we do that in January? February. 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 We have January's already. Yeah, okay. We'll That'll do that in Feb- February. That'll okay. Be our February giveaways. If you ashtray. ship us an Astra. Yes. And then we will build the promotion and we'll run that Astra. That's a $350 yeah, exactly. Astra right there. Exactly. That is handcrafted gorgeousness. That is just absolutely. Yeah, I can't even use mine. Yeah, we haven't used it. There's I, not I, been one I, ash in that ashtray. I've got mine, and it sits there every day and stares at me, <laughs> nope. and I can't use it. We it's won't use it. It's, it's a, a piece, piece, of piece of art. art. It's so, a piece of art. We will not ever put an ash in that ashtray. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> so I'll, I'm going to do another plug for Toro. So for, to go back to what Ken was saying from the beginning, elevate your palate, guys. If you smoke the same cigar every day, you really don't know what you like. You tell everybody that you like this particular cigar, but if you're only smoking the same cigar for the past two, three years, or the same five cigars, you're not really enjoying a cigar. Yes, you're enjoying the moment, but you're not learning right. what else is out there that right. your palate may even enjoy more. Right. So for instance, let's say you let's just say your favorite cigar is a Padron, 1926, 48, right? Great cigar. Great cigar. Amazing cigar. Well, that means you probably like box presses. Well, why don't you go on Toro Cigars com- website, look at one of our Fenrir's or one of the other box presses they have, and try one of those sample packs out, right? You already know that maybe the size you like. You already maybe know even the wrappers that you like. So live out the box. Treat yourself to something that you may actually fall in love with. Exactly. And so- here's, I'm going to leave this with Boutique, and then I'm going to be, this is my last thought right here. <laughs> here's the catch. There's a lot of great, big name cigars out there but a lot of the ones that everybody likes are, are spendy right padrones aren't cheap no, just, you know cheap. right and here's the catch there's a lot of boutiques out there that are just as good at a fraction of the price to where you can enjoy four or five cigars for the price of one cigar i mean dissident was a, a good one you just mentioned them right i, Dissid- I enjoy this i enjoy the cigars shoot dissident i got you know everything they've got i enjoy Absolutely, they 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 don't put out a bad cigar. Uh, the Ovea Negra family doesn't put out Black a bad Works, Black Label Trading Company, Dissident. They put out some really good cigars. So you know, we've got a variety of cigars on our website. Um, and I, I, you know, I hesitate to say this. I don't want to be too judgmental, but if you can't find a cigar on our website that you've at least heard of, I question you as a as a serious cigar smoker. Period. <laughs> End of discussion. Yeah, but we, we do want to appeal to people who, who, who would like to, to enter the cigar smoking world also. Right, absolutely. The, hey, if you're, if you're brand new to the cigar smoking world, Toro Cigar is where you need to be. Yeah, and be, with, their, with their samplers, though. Right, we've got a beginner cigar smoker sample pack Ken put together uh, with his favorite beginner cigar smokers. We've got Mike's Maduro pack. We've got Jake's. Um, cigar pack. We've got Scotty's Coffee Lovers uh, Cigar Pack. I have a question, Mike. On, for your website, Jake, we were talking about this a while ago. So you're keeping track of what they order, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, so look, if you start ordering from Toro, right, they're going to know everything you order already. And you're going to know basically what your palate leans towards, right? Because yeah. if they keep buying certain cigars that you have not tasted yet in the sample pack, but they fall in your palate, you're going to start buying more cigars that fall into that part of your palate and which means you're going to see on the website and which means you're going to be able to have access to more cigars based on the telemetry and data you have on the system so one of the beautiful things about our website and this is why i love our website guy who this fucking guy is he's nuts but the guy who built our website built this ingenious system in so that if you if let's say you you like the frecky 
right? The family by loyalty Frecky. If you go to that cigar on our website and you notice the flavor notes in it, right? You click on the flavor notes, you'll get a whole list of other cigars that have the exact same flavor notes in it. And that's what you're getting with Toro Cigar Company. You're getting a customized, experience. Ta- tailored experience to you. And not only that, though, because you're elevating your palate through trying different cigars, you're going to be, through the website, be able to find more cigars that are tailored to you. And if you have questions, reach out to myself, Ken, reach out to Toro Cigar Company on Instagram, send us a message on the website, reach out to Jake, Bearded Cigar Lover on Instagram, and say, hey, I, this is what I like. I'd like some recommendations on some different cigars that might be in my wheelhouse. We'll be happy to provide a laundry list of cigars that you could try. We are recommending cigars all the time. All of our friends, all the time. And, all the time. And that's what you're getting with Toro Cigar Company, a customized tailored experience to you. So Ken was right. We've got to wrap it up. So what, do you, what are your final thoughts for anybody watching? Okay, let's let's do this. Let's wrap it up with either a hot take or a Christmas thought, because it is our Christmas episode, even though I'm the only one with any fucking Christmas spirit left. I right? was joking when we had to wrap it up. We got all the time in the world, uh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Alan's coming back to Christmas town. So we'll start with Jake. Hot takes or Christmas thoughts? Christmas thoughts. If your Christmas tree does not have cigars underneath it, like this, our little Christmas tree... You are not loved. <laughs> <laughs> and I have one for you. If you don't, if you're not like me, who keeps your Christmas tree up all year round, you don't believe in Christmas. Yeah, well, there you go. There's a there's a hot take from. Woo, that's a good one, Ken. I already gave my hot take. That wasn't really a hot take, though. A hot take is a controversial statement. That was a controversial statement. Okay, all right. This is the thing. I did a, a little post that said cigars are great a great gift and they they are a great gift and uh we got it uh, a number of great gifts to give i've given we we've had friends who have like asked us specifically what what should we buy for this guy who loves cigars and and we've we've done it um so cigars are a great gift great gift for cigar smokers not to mention the cigar stuff too a, a really great lighter is a great gift it's something you can use on a number of different ways and there's a, a variety of things that go with cigars that are, are also great gifts. Right. Accessories. Travel humidors, cutters, lighters. There's a whole... Little pipes. Little, little pipes. pipes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. We're going to wrap it up. Alan, thank you was, so much, brother, for, pleasure, for coming down. Now, thank you guys for having my back because, hey, guys, my battery died today. I had my brother Jake on his way to... What one exit from where we were at to come jump us right trust me these are my brothers my family here yep and and, and alan exudes family it's in his cigar name but it's more it's it's who he is and he is definitely part of our family this is a family up here the three of us and you are you're like a brother from another mother no man. same here listen at pca <laughs> listen I, I felt such at home with you guys like really i felt amazing yeah, we love PCA, hanging out PCA. We're looking forward to it again, too. So, all right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. We hope you have an awesome Christmas season. We hope you get plenty of cigars and cigar accessories underneath your tree. Uh, and if not, then, you know, yell at your wife and send her to the Toro Cigar website. We've got <laughs> gift cards. We've gift got cards. gift packs. We've got a, a whole bunch of stuff. So send her to the site, uh, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, girlfriend, um, and check it out. We hope you have an awesome Christmas season. And as always... Be a man, carry a gun, smoke cigars, and God bless you all.
Have a great week, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.